take it away. Welcome to Prime Time. Prime you know Time. Prime Time, Josh. Gosh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's not normally what we say when we're recording this. Jesse, no, what do you mean? Prime, well, Prime Time is normally a specific slot of uh, TV programming, right? But the listener could be listening to this at any time. There's no, there's, they could be uh, streaming it whenever they want. But this is episode 17. 17. Is a prime prime number. number. Thus, my little pun, my little play on words there. <laughs> prime time. You're welcome. And and as a result of that, we highly recommend that the listener only listen to this episode at what, like eight p.m. to nine p.m. Please, yes. Um, <laughs> Please. However, <laughs> we'll try and fit in as many math jokes as we can into this. Uh, Ooh. Um, into this um, whole show. Um, oh boy! If you if you don't like that, please give us a sign. That's a bad <laughs> joke. That's a bad <laughs> sign. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Uh, uh, hey. Yeah. Hey. I'll co-sign on that joke. Uh, right. There right. You go. There These you are go. exclusively yeah. trigonometry jokes. But anyway, oh, right, yeah. uh, um, welcome I'm to Big Town Improv. Yeah, and I'm Josh uh, Pilch. Okay. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Count Improv. I'm, Jesse I'm Josh Moriarty. Pilch. There we go. All right. Um, Josh, what is Big Town Improv? Big Town Improv is an improvised co- comedy podcast wherein Jesse and I are going to have some conversations, tell some true stories from which we will draw inspiration to do a montage of short improvised off-the-cuff comedic scenes and then jesse yes then comes the second half of the show where we will do one long improv scene with multiple characters locations places all sorts uh like a like a short movie or radio play it's gonna be a lot of fun josh right indeed uh, I thought oh. so. You, you took a moment there. I wasn't sure if you were, if you really thought it was going to be a lot of fun, but it is. It is a lot of fun. I no, I do think so. And what's really fun about the second half is how it takes two thirds of the whole episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that was probably the most profound math joke we ever did. Was uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, consistently referred to it as uh, the two halves of the show um well josh um first i think to inspire our little um uh, a little selection of short scenes would you like and feel free to decline you know feel free to say well well jesse you know the i think i know what you're gonna ask me you're gonna ask me if i want any random words right that's right uh, the random word generation is back out. Uh, generator is back out from the shop. Thankfully, it's all fixed. But I do have a math story. <laughs> Ooh, a math story. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to hear your math story. So I was actually a good math student in, in school, and ha! T- great story. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, hang on, hang on. That's not. That's not a. Uh, 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 
you know, uh, uh, an imaginary uh, scenario <laughs> that I've concocted and told you as a story. It's true. <laughs> I took AP calculus in, in high school and um, I, I had like a weirdly antagonistic relationship with the teacher of that class, Mrs. Cantwell. Or as some might say, Mrs. Can't teach well. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a real person here. She might be listening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! If she's the listener, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys can't see it, but Josh is like has one finger in his uh, collar and is. Uh, tugging, uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mrs. Cantwell. So we go through the whole, this is an AP class, so that means like toward the end of the year you take the AP test, that's the culmination of the whole calculus class. Uh, But that happens a couple weeks before the end of the semester. So, you know, the, the teachers are left kind of, they don't know what to do for the rest of that time. Like, they're not going to keep our attention because, like, what is the point of this now? Right. Uh, I felt like, all right, I made it through AP Calc. I think I'm good at math. Like, we're all over. It's all over with. Like, I, I accomplished this difficult academic challenge. And then I find out that Miss Mrs. Cantwell <laughs> has challenged the AP history class to softball (laughs) which uh, a sharp-eared listener to this show will remember I'm no good at sports Uh, and so I I was dragged kicking screaming this whole time but suddenly our AP uh, calculus class is is out in the in the uh, like fields practicing softball and I'm just complaining the whole time uh, our <laughs> the rival teacher was this guy who um, oh boy that's a long story but uh, I'll j- oh he he left at one point to to run for political office um, and but came back because he lost uh, for whatever reason the school held his position for him uh, so I I kept making cracks about <laughs> why are we even bothering. <laughs> practicing the our opposing coach is going to run away and try to uh <laughs> run for mayor well, or something <laughs> well g- give us the give us the spare us the uh, <laughs> the dramatic uh, turnaround did you guys win did the calculus team win the softball match? you know it's funny i don't remember what i do remember is that i got a hit at the game i ran to first base Next person got a hit, ran to second base. <laughs> Next person got a hit, ran to third. Next person got a hit, I got home. So in nice. the slowest possible, like most roundabout way, I uh, I did it. Even though I was the most uh, angry and uh, <laughs> grumpy uh, well, member uh, of our team. I just looked it up online here, um, and I was able to find the results of that. Uh, um, oh, wow. Uh, softball match and unfortunately the calculus uh, team lost because their players were all divided um, and okay. the other team went down in history with their victory so, <laughs> oh boy yeah. oh brother but I will tell you what else happened um, uh, at the end of that article 
um, about the <laughs> softball team was just a small string of random words. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, random words. <laughs> yeah. Those those words are harmony, burn, absorption, pop, list, miracle, coincidence, and palace. Dang, there's some some nice words in there. I thought some... so as well. There's some lovely words. <clears throat> there are definitely some some quite fine uh, words in that. <laughs> Just tacked on to the end of a the twenty year old. Yeah, what a weird article. High school. Uh, Everything about that thing. article is super weird. <laughs> like it shouldn't exist to start with, and it definitely no. shouldn't end that way. <laughs> no. Um, uh, pop. Do any um, pop? Did you know, Josh, that um, as part of my job, I work with lasers. Um, I do know this. It's actually kind of crazy that you've barely ever talked about this on the show i know it it's is an interesting it's a, job <laughs> it's, a, it's a bizarre and idiosyncratic job yes but yeah. um essentially i um have a small portable laser projector that i bring to different elementary schools and i do a small a, a short laser show for them um and uh, part of it uh it, well i mean part of it is just a fun laser and music uh, show for the kids which they love mm-hmm. um, and, but the, but we also go into some laser science um, and um, one of the things I can do with a laser is I inflate a black balloon and I inflate a white balloon um, and I hold them both into the beam of the laser um, and uh, the black balloon will pop and the white balloon will not um, oh. Yeah, it's because science. Um, <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Something about the way it absorbs. Uh, well, yes. Well, well, I'm firing a white laser beam, so uh, um, the, all the wavelengths of energy are going to be absorbed by something that is colored black, because that's what things that are black do. They right. absorb instead of instead of reflecting. That's why, you know, when you go out on a hot day wearing a black shirt, it feels hotter than when you're walking around wearing a white shirt. Because right. it's absorbing more of the energy. So the black balloon will pop and the white balloon will not. The white balloon will just reflect and, and glow brightly. Um, and it's a pretty it's a pretty good trick because it you know, you, you hold a balloon into the beam and then it explodes and the kids are like, ah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, because it, 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 it is pretty cool because you just uh, basically destroyed something with nothing more than a beam of light. Um, right. Which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I went back to another, uh, I, I went to another, I went to a school, I did a repeat show. So I, came, I went to this, uh, a school that I had been to last <laughs> year. So a year apart uh, were these two shows. And I'm setting up the show and, and the kids are coming in and sitting down. And one of them is like, oh, I hope he explodes the balloon again. <laughs> uh, I thought that was nice. Because I that was is like, nice. okay, that means it's really, it's, it really sticks in the memory, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of the best way to teach a kid, I think. Uh, explode balloons, I agree. Explode, <laughs> yeah. explode all sorts of things. Really, I would say it's um, the one and only way to teach. Uh, <laughs> um, your other words? Uh, do you have any uh, one more story for us, perhaps, Josh, featuring the words harmony, burn, absorption, pop, list, miracle, coincidence, <clears throat> or palace? Hmm. 
Let me think. Harmony. Maybe I've got like a band story. Oh, were you in band, Josh? I was, but very briefly. I was. I don't know if this is a story, but like I I was. What instrument? I played the alto saxophone and sometimes the flute. Uh, uh, were you were you a band kid? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> oh, the, too cool. Best, well, no, I, it's actually <laughs> the opposite. I was not cool enough for band um, because, <laughs> as as perhaps the listener might be aware from hearing some of the brief segments in our shows in which <laughs> I've had to sing, um, I'm actually completely incapable of uh, holding any kind of tune. Oh, I uh, think you're an okay singer. Oh, well, that's nice of you to say. Um, <laughs> you're not tone deaf, band, certainly. Band did not. Um, no, they didn't so, think so. <laughs> uh, but, okay, alto saxophone. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. What uh, what's up? Do you have a funny band story? Uh, it, it, it's all kind of roundabout. What, what I remember is, uh, for a while, I was first chair alto saxophone in middle school. Uh, and that's because like all of the other saxophone players were like such like uh, uh, kind of bad kids. Like they're like weirdly, I feel like every other saxophone player was a bully. Uh, and, what like, an odd stereotype! I know, I know. It's really <laughs> weird. Oh, okay. I do remember one funny thing. Uh, um, we we uh, played a concert uh, uh, like for an elementary school and. Uh, you know, to make a saxophone work, you have a wooden reed that you kind of, you know, vibrates against the mouthpiece and that makes the sound. Uh, my friend, uh, Noah the Punch, you'll remember from another episode, uh, oh, yeah. he, he came to this concert uh, as another saxophone player and forgot the reed. So he sat next to me the whole time, just sort of putting his mouth on the mouthpiece. Just miming and, it, yeah. Miming it and loudly going like <laughs> which was making that, me laugh. <laughs> that's what I would do whenever we had to do uh, in elementary school, like uh, chorus stuff. Um, yeah. I would literally just move <laughs> move, move my mouth in the, in the way and uh, right. with no sound coming out, and always stand in the back row, and no one can tell. So. <laughs> um, well, uh, Josh, that's some. Pre- we've got some pretty funny material here. Hope so. You ready, Josh? You ready for um, for the first of our uh, entertaining improvs? I am ready for that. And well, what would you call such a segment? Oh, what would you call such a segment? Um, let me. And, and and how would you sadly sing such a segment? Oh, that's a good. Uh, that's a good question. Um, well. You, let me let me ask the mournful sirens who live here in my apartment. Uh, oh wow! Okay, yeah, I see them in the Skype video. Yeah, they're just lounging on their rocks, uh, <laughs> weeping bitterly for their uh, husbands who never returned from war. Uh, wow. what, what would you call that, mournful sirens? The Jesse, stay away from her thrall. Uh, but it's so beautiful. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
buddy. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is Why it? Why don't you give us your lunch money? Uh, hey, I, sorry, I'm new to this school. Uh, I, 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 I'm Jeff Jazz, and these are my buddies. We we run this place. Uh, you guys are like the bullies of the school. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We push people around. We we make fun of them, and we take uh, and we take what we want. Bah, bah. <laughs> I, I mean, you're uh, look. Uh, I know you're trying to intimidate me. I'm the new kid and all, but uh, listen, I <clears throat> my old school was pretty rough. I got into a lot of fights, and definitely the kids we respected the most weren't excellent saxophone players. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah? Well, maybe you ought to respect the saxophonists a bit more. Hey, Satchmo, lay down some jazz and then punch him. pow, and I ducked right out of the way. That was so telegraphed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but how was that scat? That was really good, right? <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, I, I don't quite see the like point, the meeting point here. Like, uh, you kids are really talented. Um, I'm just trying to get to lunch. So, if you. Oh yeah, yeah. You want to go to me. lunch? Well, uh, why don't you uh, fork over that $5 bill? Fork over that $5 bill! Ooh, fork it over, fork it over! That guy's just sort of, he's not playing an instrument. He's no, he's just backup. He's just, <laughs> just giving that, he's just the hype man for the crowd. It's fine. Uh-huh. Uh, well, uh, what, I, I guess what I'm wondering is, like, what made you guys think that you were intimidating does this work on the other kids are you kidding look at these saxophones (laughs) they're the biggest uh, gnarliest instruments uh, that Uh, that you you can get look at doesn't the don't they look like like big gold snakes (laughs) you're trying to scare me because the instrument looks like a snake (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, look I I'm trying to get to lunch. Looks like you guys should just probably go to the band room and practice your instruments. You guys are really talented. It looks like uh, that that kid with the oboe is walking in right now. Oh, 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 no! My mom taught me that I should stand up to you saxophone bullies! What is going on? Oh! Let's play him the We Don't Care What Your Mom Touches song! We don't care! We don't care at all! Ooh, they don't care! Hey, kid, why don't just just ignore these guys? No, I'm gonna stand up by saying, "Leave me alone." Okay, new kid, you can at least attest that the saxophone is more intimidating than the old. Yes, yes, you're right. I I'm starting to see kind of how this works. Uh, 
There is sort of a hierarchy to the instruments. Yeah, oboe is not scary. Oh, thanks a lot, new kid. No. Oh, here comes sad trumpet Tony. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's appropriate. Hey, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony. How's your dad? Still in jail? Yeah, he is. That's mean. Why'd you say that? <laughs> oh, I just think it's funny how every time he feels sad, he plays those sad tones <laughs> on his trumpet. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, now what's happening? Hey, all of you kids, it's me, Timpany Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Timpany Tim. That's right. Clearly, I have the largest and most intimidating instrument in the whole band. Oh yeah, but uh, is your is your big old timpani uh, a match for this scary snake? Scary snake. I guess you discovered that deep down, uh, beneath my. Gruff exterior, I'm just a frightened child. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> ah, well, I think, uh, I think you've learned a thing or two about this school, haven't you, new kid? Uh, yeah, and I guess I just completely missed my lunch period now. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I keep talking to you guys? <laughs> well, uh, uh, Jeff, I'm, uh, impressed that you decided to stay after to get this, uh, special one-on-one science lesson. Well, you know, I'm not doing so great in, uh, uh, science 101, so I better thought I better get some science one-on-one. Uh, well, yeah, that makes sense, and, uh, listen, I try to play it cool during the day, during regular yeah. class, but now I can reveal to you the true power that I hold. What? What, what, what true power? You're a high school <laughs> science teacher. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, let them think that. But do they realize that I'm able to destroy a balloon with nothing more than a beam of light? What? (laughs) That's right. Do you have a look at this regular white balloon? Okay, yeah, it's just a regular balloon. I am not following you here, Professor. And now, watch me focus this laser beam. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, and now look at the black balloon. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know why I should be any more impressed when you shoot the laser at the black balloon. I mean... Beep. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> Witness my power, Jeff. Like, I'm. You have been walking around and just talking to us like we're like like you're a normal human being when you've had this power all along. 
That's right. I'm so glad that you agree that this is uh, <laughs> this is impressive, almost to the level of godliness. Well, I mean, if I didn't, I'd just be sitting here bickering with you for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, is it possible to learn this amazing ability? Yes, Jeff. Join me. Join me, and we shall become unstoppable in this school. Uh, wait a minute. This isn't just a trick to make me learn science, is it? No, no, I'm an actual uh, uh, megalo- megalomaniac. Okay, okay. All right, what's our first step, Professor? Well, our first step is to... Uh, uh, okay, we need to, uh, infuse our points of view into the feeble minds of the people of this school. Yes, in a they way... must learn to fear us. That's right. We must sort of, mm, penetrate the membrane of their thought process, a sort of diffusion process. And that's why we're going to take these pieces of cellophane and, uh, tie the okay. ends... We're going to pour some iodine into that and seal off the end of that and drop it into this uh, beaker of uh, uh, a clear chemical liquid. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm with you so far. You've, I've got a lot of faith in you now, but, uh, but uh, I'm, I hope this really pans out. Well, now we wait. 15 minutes to see the color change of the liquid. Ah! <laughs> Man, oh, you're really right. on board for this. Does this not usually work? <laughs> no, 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 it does. It does. I'm impressive. Okay. All right. All right. Um, well, that's good. Um, so we're just going to sit here looking at a beaker for 15 minutes? That's right. And, uh, uh, Man I, I was get, not I get... meant to have this power. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I guess in the meantime, you can write notes in your lab book or, or something. I don't okay, know. Okay, how do you spell iodine? <laughs> I-O-D. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I- I-N-E. Uh, and, and just remember that this isn't a trick to get you to learn science. Okay. Oh, right. can, can I borrow a pen? The saxophone bullies took mine. <laughs> oh, boy. Look, if we're going to get any respect in this school, we're going to somehow have to prove that our power is even beyond those of the saxophones. <laughs> I don't know how we could possibly do that, Professor. Their instruments look like big gold snakes. (laughs) Don't scare me like that. (laughs) All right, students. Um, I have the results here from your tests. Um, Pass them out now. Uh, good job, Ooh. Alan. Good job, Davis. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, um, Winwood, very nice. Uh, uh, Buck, uh, you need to work a little bit more on your calculus. 
Uh, all right. Well, uh, you have passed the the major difficult test. Now there's only six yeah, months left in right, the year. Boss. So, um, and I don't the, huh? I don't have any more material to teach you. Um, however, you you do have to still come to class. Um, Aww. No, no, it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be fun because I've thought of a fun activity for the second half of this year. Are we going to solve complex equations? No, Dickerson. Uh, no. <laughs> we spent the first half learning how to solve complex equations. Well, Obviously. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is math class. Uh, yes, of course it's math class, and, and I'm not forgetting that. Uh, right. That's why I have entered us into a um, cross-country skiing trip. Huh? <laughs> yes. Um, we, are, we are going to be cross-country skiing, um, and uh, we are going up against uh, the marching band. <laughs> what? <laughs> But isn't the, yes. I'm confused. Isn't the marching band still have to do stuff for the rest of the year? Uh, uh, no, no, they don't. Apparently, um, our <laughs> athletic teams are so bad that all <laughs> subsequent sporting events have been canceled. Uh, 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 so. But, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, is it able? Uh, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> Uh, what about our math studies could have possibly prepared us for cross-country skiing? Ah, well, that's a good question, and, uh, and I'm getting to that. Um, when cross-country skiing, you will have to, um, take advantage of force and acceleration and, uh -huh. um, angles, um... It seemed As like well, you were. It seemed like you weren't even convinced by that one. Um, and listen, this has nothing to do with any kind of uh, major bet that I might have uh, placed on uh, our success. Okay, so, okay. Now that seems like you placed a big bet. <laughs> Look, Winwood, just put your skis on and get out onto the football field. All right, but I, my next question was going to be about how it's the middle of spring, but uh, I, I respect you as our teacher. Well, all right, let's everybody get out there. Let's get, oh, damn. Sorry, guys, the marching band is already on the football field. Um, well, 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 Mr. Is It Able, or should I say, Mr. Is It Able to teach his math class all that well? <laughs> President Taft, I see that you've come back to teach, even though you have already been elected president. <laughs> yup, that's right, that's what's happened here. I didn't think you would possibly have the time to do both things. But I do. Uh, and and uh, <clears throat> I uh, would be surprised if your little math nerds are going to be able to ski very well. well yeah, I'd okay, be surprised but... of that too. Yes, but 
I mean, the idea of a marching band being necessarily good skier seems just as far-fetched, if you don't mind my saying so. Uh, he's right. All right. Well, why don't we begin the competition right now? All right. Fine. You're on. Tapped. Um, we haven't practiced at all. And is Am I understanding correctly that this is the ghost of a dead president who is the leader of our marching band? Well, why did you think that they were so intimidating? <laughs> well, because did you see their instruments? A lot of them look like big snakes. President Cap has returned. Okay, AP Cal class, get on your skis. Let's get out of here. This is very difficult because the ground is not covered in snow. We would make better progress if we took the skis off and walked. <laughs> but that's not what the game is. <laughs> They're getting now, close. The marching band. They're trying to do the same thing, but also with big instruments. <laughs> hey, Tiffany Tim, pick it up. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this thing is not conducive to skiing. <laughs> Uh, ah, the, the calculus kids are getting ahead. They're almost, they're almost out of the football field. All right, Ghost Taft. Uh, listen up. Um, I think it's absurdly optimistic to assume they can manage any kind of cross-country thing. So shall we say whoever makes it to the 7-Eleven first is the winner? Fine, you have a deal. I can't shake your hand. <laughs> no, it's incorporeal. <laughs> I can't believe they let you. They just they just didn't fill the position in the time between not only you being elected president, serving your term as president, subsequently dying, and like 80 years later, they just that's left right. the marching band and teach your position open until you returned. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not one to criticize the school board's decisions, I suppose. But I am able to criticize your dumb marching band because look, my calculus team is almost to the parking lot. Ugh, curses. Uh, <laughs> this is just hard walking, but it is possible. Jesse. Yeah, so that was a pretty accurate representation of your high school experience, right? Pretty much. But remind me, why was Taft (laughs) our band teacher? (laughs) You're asking me why the ghost of William Howard Taft was your band teacher? Yeah. Well, Well, I remembered from your story that, like, about the teacher who left oh, to run right. for office okay. and okay. returned. God, um, but okay. I kind of like, like the idea of just leaving you in confusion. <laughs> Maybe I'll just insert the ghost of William Howard Taft into yeah, all sorts okay. of future it makes situations. so much more sense. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. <laughs> oh boy. Well, well Jesse. Um, would you like, would you like, Josh, um, 
would you like me to give you some random words for our second part? Our second part. Uh, yes, we're going to go into our long narrative now. And yeah, yes, how about some are. random words to inspire us? All right. Uh, let me fire up the old generator this time since we don't have a convenient newspaper article. Uh, okay. Here we go. Fish. Interactive. Member. Curtain. Force. Unpleasant. Graze. And capital. Okay. Fish, interactive, member, curtain, force, unpleasant, graze, and capital. All right. Um, yeah. You ready? Why don't we go for it? What could be better? Just uh, alone. Beautiful day. Just Uh, out on the lake. Just a beautiful, quiet day on the lake with our fishing rods and our and a chest full of drinks and a bag of chips and our friendship. (laughs) Yep, yep. uh, Paul couldn't have said it better myself. Douglas, I, I have to say, um, I've, I'm glad that you were able to make the time to get out here, you know? I know that your job has been really stressful lately. Oh, you don't know the half of it, Paul. Yeah, it's, oh, what, uh, what happened now? What, uh, uh, is, did, did old man Beamworth... Uh, <laughs> Uh, get on your get on your ass again uh, about those, those new uh, regulations and all. Yeah, you guessed it. Old man Beanworth is always on my always on my ass about the regulations, but I guess that's just part of the job, you know. When you're uh, when you're the caretaker to a cantankerous old man. You know, well, he's not going to live forever, right? I mean, uh, mm. sometimes, though, I, I have to say, I do wonder, how the heck did old man Beanworth make such a huge fortune? I mean, hmm. he owns half the town. Um, mm-hmm. You work for him. You're his, you're his caretaker. Yeah. I mean, I, I work in his fishery. Um, right. Oh, so this is it. Is this relaxing for you? Because I didn't even think about it. This is kind of your job. This is the same no, as your no. job. No, no, no. It's it's it, it's totally different. Like the fishery is. There's a lot of pressure to uh, you know get. Like if we don't catch any fish at all today, I'm I'm happy, right? I, no I one, see. No I one's see. gonna complain that I didn't bring in sixty fish. Um, to the fishery and that they're all the same color and that they all have the are of regulation length. Um, right, right. This is, just, this is too, just too... I mean, I went into the fishery business because I love fish, Douglas. You don't know how much I love fish. Tuna, mackerel, spurgeon, uh, sunfish. Uh, well, Paul, Paul, you're... 
uh, you're dazzling me with all these <laughs> names of types of fish. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk too technical here. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. I'm on. Get. And look, this is my day off. Okay, I, I don't want to get overwhelmed with all of the uh, details here. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, you're getting a tug. You're getting a oh, tug. Oh, okay. Ugh. Ooh, it's a big one. I can tell. I can tell this is a big guy. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, jeez. Wow, he's he's actually dragging the boat here. Whoa, whoa. You're right. <clears throat> Man, oh, wow. Uh, there's a lot of force behind this fish. Yeah, there is. Look at that. Oh, I can sort of see him poking up. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, man. Look at the size of that fin. What are we looking at, Paul? You know so many different kinds of fish. Does this look familiar to you at all? I can't quite make it make it enough out, but it might be... It might be a, a, Wait a minute. legendary uh, fish of this lake. I mean, Not... you've heard the tales. Um... You're talking about Beanie? Yes, the monster, of, the monster Beanworth of Bean Town, yes. Beanworth Lake. Yeah, yeah. He's oh man. He's said to be. He's said to have uh, lurked in this lake for the past hundred years. Um, but Whoa. that conversation can wait because we are still in the middle of grappling Whoa, with the. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh man! Oh. If you, we might have to cut the line. If he keeps this up, we'll be smashed to pieces on the on those rocks up ahead. You're right. Uh, I've got my knife. Uh, I'm holding it up. Oh no! I dropped it into the water. We're headed oh, right no. for the rocks. Pull! Uh, ah, oh no! Old Beanie threw the knife at me. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Paul! <laughs> it got me in the side. Uh, oh God. Uh, 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 we're, we're about to crash wait Paul oh no we're in the water now I got you Paul wait a minute uh, uh, look in the distance in the fog I think I see uh, another boat approaching oh huh. here wave, wave it down wave it down help wave it down. help people overboard we're overboard here comes the boat okay I what are you two doing out here? What oh. they be doing in the water? <laughs> I, there's not supposed to be people in the water. Here Boats the... is okay. <laughs> Fish is fine. I'd even go so far as to say... Mm, seashells. I, in fact... Even people wouldn't bother me too much, except in that these people aren't wearing swimming trunks, nor uh, <laughs> any kind of swimming gear at all. I, well, perhaps that means they don't want to be where they are. I will inquire. Uh, hey, you, fellas in the water, do you want to be in the water? <laughs> no, please help us. Uh, get us out of the water. My hey, friend Paul was stabbed. One, one moment. Captain uh, Blinkerford. They, uh, they don't want to be in the water. Aye, mm, aye. Well then, yeah, lower down the uh, plank and uh, have them grab onto it and we'll pull them up. Hey, you're gonna, we're gonna help them out of the water then. 
That's the plan. I'll be much more comfortable if those two people who are not wearing swim trunks were no longer in the water. Aye, um, uh, Shanky, see if we got some towels below deck, as they'll be quite wet from being in the water. Aye, aye, first mate. <laughs> All right, you there, folks in the water. We'll be lowering this plank <laughs> down to you. Grab onto oh, it. thank you. Uh, hold on, Paul. Uh, oh, my God, I'm bleeding very badly from this stab wound. Whoa! Uh, 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 thank you, guys, thank you. Hey, the man you got to thank is Captain Flimpinus Blinkerford, captain of this here vessel. Flimpinus Blinkerford. I'm going to commit that to memory because it's not an easy one. It's a name, isn't it? <laughs> Captain <laughs> Blinkerford. Aye, that's me. And uh, uh, you, you two should count yourself lucky. Douglas, look at this old sea dog uh, on the lake. He's uh, quite an intimidating looking guy. He sure is. Great big beard and I think he's only got one leg and a hook for a hand. And, uh, and only one eye, it seems. He's only got one of everything that you're supposed to have two of. Oh, do you think so? Do you think, like... Paul. Should we... <laughs> I overheard you. You're wondering if, if Captain Blinkerford's only got one nipple and one nut. Well, yeah, got... that's right. Isn't that what you're wondering? Whether I only have one nut and one nipple? No, no, we weren't going to ask that. Uh, well, I can tell you we're wondering. Everybody wonders when they see that old Captain Flimpinus Blinkerford's only got one eye, one leg, and one hand. They got to know if he's only got one nipple and one nut. I, I look, it's honestly none of my business. It's none of our business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't I'm... have to tell us. Yeah, look, my friend is in trouble. I know what you're gonna ask next. You're gonna ask, how many testicles do I have? No, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, well, do, you, do you think they, we ought to let them count, Captain? Uh. Uh, I would, but first mate, as you know, this has already taken far too much time away from my one and only true obsessive desire which is hunting down the monster Aye. of Beanford Lake. Yes, you've got to find the monstrous beanie, the terrible fish what has took uh, some of your pieces. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. It... Well, I'll tell you what. I'll email you both a JPEG of uh, old <laughs> Captain Blinkerford here and all of his uh, various pieces. No, which one no. <laughs> we don't want that, okay? But We if don't looking... need to know um, <laughs> just how symmetrical this man is. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's Beanie you're looking for, I think we just saw him. He stabbed okay. me. Do you guys have a first aid kit? <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, uh, hi, hi there, sorry, I was getting you guys towels, here you go Okay, well, that helps us be less wet, but uh, my friend I'm actually going to press the towel onto the open wound to try and staunch some of the blood loss uh, uh, I hope that's alright 
You're gonna get a lot of blood on this towel. <laughs> mm, darn. I should have given each of you the opposite towel, because that one's my favorite. But that's alright. Listen, I'm a bit of an amateur m- medical man. I could probably stitch that right up. Hey, uh, when it comes to uh, doctoring on the lake, uh, there's no man better than old Dr. Shanky over <laughs> here. Hey, well said, first mate. But listen, you two saw Beanie? Yes, yes, we did. Uh, we did. We, we were out fishing on the lake. Um, it was just a nice day. We had no idea that there was like this old-timey giant boat here that <laughs> prowls the lake looking for the monster. Yeah, I uh, can't believe we didn't see it, at least. Yeah. Um, I, and, and, uh, we got a tug on the, on the line, and it ended up pulling the whole boat, and, and, and then it, it smashed us over on the... On, on, you know, the manslaughter rocks over there. And, and then uh, we dropped a knife in the water, and Beanie must have grabbed it and thrown it into my side here. I... I'd expect no less from that cunning creature. Aye, of all the creatures that swim in the sea or in freshwater lakes such as this one, <laughs> uh, there's none more cunning than that devil Beanie. Uh, Twas Beanie, after all, who is responsible for the sinking of the Lusitania, uh, old Captain Blinkerford's previous command. Aye, uh, aye, we're taking our hats off, as you notice. Aye, Shanky, take your hat off, even though you're in the middle of stitching up that wound. <laughs> you might feel some pressure. Oh, God, you know what? I, I I should feel bad about this, but he's actually a very very talented doctor. Oh my goodness! Like, thank you. That's really impressive. Like, look at this. Look at how elegantly this is being done. Yeah. Wow. You spend Under- all of your time on this old timey boat rather than uh, practicing medicine on land. Mm, that's about right. Wow, okay. Uh, seems like a waste of your uh, skills, but, uh, I mean... I, I, we've all got great skills. I am a brilliant plein-air painter, but I've sworn me lot in with Captain Blinkerford, and I shall not, shall not practice my painting until that monster beanie is finished. I, and I, uh, am a great scientist... In fact, I've discovered quite a bit of uh, uh, of uh, uh, scientific advancement that would go a long way toward uh, helping to cure uh, uncurable diseases. But I would never finish my research until I exact my revenge on that horrible creature known as a beanie. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, one second, um, Douglas. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna go out and say it. These guys are like insane with revenge, right? Like they've they've gone mad. It does seem that way. Uh, they're making me a Maybe little bit nervous. To, could we ask them to drop us off? You know, and and like not get swept up in this mad quest to destroy this giant monster fish that haunts this uh, this lake 
I think that's a good idea. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Captain Blinkerford. Captain Blinkerford, my friend and I are very grateful to you for getting us out of the water where we didn't want to be. Good, um, good, good, good. I'm glad you're grateful because now you're swept up into my insane revenge plot and we're all going to stop Beanie together. Uh, you're part of the crew now. You're uh, part of the crew. Part of the crew. Part, part of the of crew. The crew. Pa- part, part of the, the crew. crew. Part of the crew. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Now we part have five crew. members. Part of the crew. I'm a member of the crew as well. I haven't said anything up until now, but I am. <laughs> I well said, Crowy. <laughs> I'm up here in the crow's nest. Uh, that's how he got his nickname. You see, he's not, he's not really a crow, you see. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to uh, ask how Shanky got his nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Careful! <laughs> you might feel some more pressure. Okay, Captain Blinkerford. Listen, I, we, we, we wish you all the success on your attempt to destroy a beanie, the monster fish. But uh, we have to get back to work. Uh, we yeah. only have the one day off, and and um, and, and uh, Douglas here is Old Man Beanworth's caretaker, and I work in Old Man Beanworth's fishery. We can't just. Let that slack to join your your crew and and uh, be a part of this uh, insane quest. Arr, Beanworth. Hey, let's spit at the sound of his name. Sorry, look out below. I'm up here in the crow's nest. Okay, okay. Yeah. Thanks for the warning. I I hate the sound of that name. Twas Beanworth who allowed this desperate situation to come to pass. Tis true, you see, Beanworth himself is so obsessed with different kinds of fish and sorting their colors and lengths that he was the one who insisted a prehistoric monster be entered into this freshwater lake of his. Aye. A serious mistake it was, as Beanie is an invasive species (laughs) who uh, has taken over this whole lake. And, uh, oh, why does he even bother? Look, I get that you want to know, you want to separate the tuna from the mackerel and such, but there's no real reason to organize them in so methodical a fashion. Look, uh, I I know the man well, and... He can be very cruel, but, uh... Aye, cruel and heartless. Why, t'was old Beanworth who was once first mate on this here vessel, while I was merely second mate. Huh? Aye, aye. But that's, uh, it is a long, sad story best told over a can of beans. Well, Paul, I hate to say it, but I think we got time. I guess so. I mean, if they're not going to drop us off at the docks, which are over there, like... <laughs> we probably could swim for it, or at least I could. Well, you probably could, could, but I am out. still nursing a, a, right, a right. stab wound. I should take it. All right. Uh, well, then what is our plan to, to stop Beanie? I, I'm... I've... 
I was sort of like on the fence. Like, were we against you? Uh, like, are, were you on in the wrong? And this is just a natural creature that should be able to live its life all right. Or is this creature, you know, actively invasive and possibly uh, uh, knowingly antagonistic, based on the fact that it it actually stabbed my friend Paul. <laughs> Yeah, like, that, that requires, I mean, I think that, like, seriously makes us reconsider our understanding of animal intelligence, because it, it <laughs> I, I mean, I suppose it could have been an accident, but it seemed like it was willfully trying to kill me at that moment. Aye, it's not, it's not that much of a surprise. The tale of Beanie is a sad and cruel one. Here, have yourself a can of beans. And, Thanks. Uh, and there's one for you. They they're not warmed up or anything. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll tell you the tale. Oh, I... Captain Blinkerford. Uh, in fact, we'll tell it to you in such uh... amazing detail <laughs> that it'll seem like you're actually there. You know, <laughs> like like okay. if someone was watching and listening, they'd feel like the we just shifted back to those times, you huh. see. That seems like a really impressive uh, yeah, accomplishment. Uh, if yet another great skill that these pirate men have. I know it. Right. I. It all started long ago when. No, you finish your sentence, but it'll trail off. As oh, oh, sorry. Uh, when I was but the first mate. Uh, no, I was co-first mate. So <laughs> aye, aye. Twas it happened in this way. Twas aboard the great vessel Lusitania. Which is not the same one as the one you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, has, there is a famous one. <laughs> Yes, it has a similar name, but this one was spelled with two O's instead of a U. <laughs> so, I... aboard, aboard the Lusitania, I was the second mate, and Oi. there were two first mates. Oi, second mate, first mate. Your name is I... first mate, as we've established. I first with a U, and mate, M-A-H-T. Uh, <laughs> that's right. What can I do for you, first mate, Blinkerford? I'm starting to to have some weird suspicions about uh, my fellow first mate. Uh, first mate Beanworth? Well, yes. I'll grant you that he's uh, a little overly fond of fish and their uh, and their uh, how they work and all that. But uh, yeah. I've, I've we've no reason to suspect the fellow. Hmm. Um, yes, but I'm. It's true, but I it's starting to raise questions for me about what's inside that gigantic uh, tank that's blocked by the curtain in the... Uh, oh, below deck? Yeah. You know, I, I asked I... Uh, first mate Beanworth about, uh, about the giant tank that's blocked by the curtain, and he uh, said that uh, if I knew what was good for me, I wouldn't ask. So, uh, I personally think I do know what's good for me, so uh, I'm not going to ask. By the way, what do you think of this new Plein-Air painting I've been working on? My goodness, this is beautiful! 
I, if, hey. o- if only we weren't sworn to the... I, wa- I almost said sea, but the lake. The freshwater lake. Uh, yes. Oh, here comes uh, Captain the Cap- Captain Van Paragon, the uh, the captain of the ship. Ah, ah, I see. First mate Blinkerford, how are we doing? Um, at ease, at ease. Um, I understand we've been we've pulled in a great haul of tuna and mackerel from the lake today. Soon we'll be able to return to the docks and see our loved ones again. I, uh, I can't wait to be, to not only be able to see the docks just a few yards over there, but to be on them myself. Ah, uh, yes, but you have, uh, you have been doing quite well, uh, in your, as per your duties. And as you know, at, at the end of this voyage, I will be retiring. And, uh, I will need to choose a new captain from between my two first mates. And, uh... Between you and uh, old Oswald Beanworth, who's not a bad sort, um, I'm thinking it's going to be you. Aye, Captain. What a great honor to hear that. That's no, uh, no, uh, nothing less than you deserve, Limpinus. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, in fact, I'll shake your hand on it now. And I'll shake your other hand. Yes, uh, I'll happily use both hands that I have. Both your left and right hand. And will we see you at the cruise tap dancing uh, competition? Of uh, course you tonight? will. Of course you will. And uh, Captain... Captain, just so you know, me, me sperm count is about average. Now I'm not going to say whether or not it would be different in the future, but right now, average. <laughs> And it's true. Oh, don't let old Beanworth hear you say that. His is below average, and he'll give you a purple nurple. Aye, um, <laughs> which he could do to both uh, of yeah. me nipples. Yeah, yes. Aye. Well, I will, uh, I'll be in my cabin if you uh, gentlemen need me. Um, I think we only need to catch two more bags of fish, and then we can go ahead and call this voyage a success. Excellent. Oh, boy. First mate, second mate. No, second mate, first mate. There you go. <laughs> uh, that really does me heart good. You're quite right. Oh, oh, here comes Beanworth. We should probably not let him yes, know that yes. we are aware uh, about your upcoming promotion. Eh? Right. right. Well, hello there, fellas. Oswald, <laughs> how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Oh, longfish, shortfish, redfish, yellowfish. Oh, I love separating the fish. Aye, uh, in fact, um, you, uh, you've been, uh, you've been, uh, campaigning to have more fish introduced to this lake. Isn't that right, Oswald? Uh, I might have said something like that, but don't look behind the curtain. I know what's good for me, so I won't. <laughs> yeah, you better not, if you know what's good for you. Hey, it sounded more threatening when you described it. <laughs> I, I, I can make you gave him a little bit of more of a, a sense of menace than he perhaps deserves. But, uh, well, if you recall, I was holding a saxophone at the time. Uh, <laughs> yes, 
Like all of us, he possesses a secondary skill that could be turned into a full career. In his case, being a brilliant saxophone player. <laughs> uh, uh, that's right. Uh, what's that noise I hear? Oh, oh no. I've never heard it before. Whoa, what the? The whole boat just shook. Oh, oh no. That must be my, my baby. I mean, uh, I don't know anything. Ah, well, uh, let's, uh, well, uh, we better go let uh, Captain Van Paragon know. No, that, no, uh, no, you, you can't tell him. What's this all about? Whoa! Something strange is going on here, and I think you know what it is. You see, this is why Captain Paragon wants me to be the next captain. Uh, uh, What? Oh, I am furious to hear this. Uh, Hey, guys, it's me, Balcony Me. Uh, (laughs) I've been on the balcony. Um, That's how he got his nickname. And we've got a big problem. The ship has uh, just gotten a huge hole in the side. We're taking on water. Oh, no. Uh, Everyone, quickly to the lifeboats. Uh, uh, But I've got to run down to the brig. Where are you going, you darn coward? Uh, 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 I'm following you. I'll try and get the captain. Pound, 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 pound. (sighs) Oh, oh, oh no, uh, I guess I'd better just reveal the curtain. Whoosh! Uh, my, my child, my baby. The biggest fish there is. Father, <laughs> let me out. Is that really what you want? Father, I will live in the lake and kill. Oi, stop right there. I should have known you was up to no good, Beanworth. You can't let this monster into the lake. It will invade and eat all the fish who belong here. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> Plus it knows how to talk. <laughs> what the devil is happening? Oswald, what are you flimping us? What's, what's going on? Hey, this is what Oswald's been trying to hide from us. Uh, what? But you told me that if I knew what was good for me, I wouldn't <laughs> look behind the curtain. And I do know what's good for me, so I didn't. Hey, Captain, really? <laughs> what? I... I was holding a saxophone. <laughs> oh, it looked like a big snake. <laughs> that was quite... <laughs> the, the, whoa! We're taking on water. Why you guys have to get to the lifeboats? We'll deal with this. What the? The glass is cracking. Oh no! And I happen to know that this big fish loves to eat the fish that are indigenous to this area. But is that all you love to eat, big I'll fish? I'll tell you a secret, flimpinous uh, uh, Blinkerford. Uh, no, uh, I'm also eating your captain. <laughs> Captain, no! That's it! I'll fight you! First, I'll throw a punch with my right hand. Oh, you think that your right hand will be sufficient to stop me? It won't! Chomp! Ow! Captain, kick him! Use your Muay Thai kickboxing skills! Yes! Left foot kick! 
<laughs> oh no! Well, uh, in that case, I will just give you a real mean look. I'm gonna give you the stink eye. Uh, uh, that look is so mean. I'll eat that eye. Uh, oh, oh, and oh no, the ship's going down. But where's where's Beanworth? He's got away. Oh, the bastard must have made it to one of the lifeboats while we was off talking to his talking fish. <laughs> Oh no, and what other things tragedy. might be being eaten by the fish, but, but I can't tell because of the swirl of water. Oh, the swirl. Oh, Beanworth, and you, Beanie, I'll destroy you. I like you. that. That's good. <laughs> Spread that around. I will, and I'll destroy you if it's the last thing I do. The swirl of the water is covering me, and then the swirl kind of turns into another sort of swirl. <clears throat> and that be how it happened. Wow, and and uh, I like that transition where the yeah. the water crashing in kind of turns into the. Uh, cut back into the present day. Yeah, yeah cool. really effective. Gosh, I can't imagine what it would feel like to have your ship uh, rocked that that badly and take on water like that. What the? <gasps> it be him. He's come after us. It's Beanie. He must have deliberately bitten your fishing line to drag you into the water, knowing that big-hearted Captain Blinkerford wouldn't leave you in the water. He was, It was all a trap. He's as cunning as a foxfish. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what do we do? Ca don't worry. Captain Blinkerford's been getting ready for this day for years. I let's all go up to the uh, the the top of the ship and confront Blinky. I mean, uh, Blinky. Beanie. Beanie. If I had my own big monster fish, it'd be called Blinky. But this one is. Because you only got that. Because you're a Blinker for it. Aye, aye. But as it was, Beanworth got the monster fish, and so Beanie right, was right. the name. All right, Let's here we go. all come up to the top. There he is. Oh, God, look at that thing. It's monstrous. Douglas, how on earth can we possibly beat it? I don't know. And it, But I have to say, it, I pictured it perfectly based on the Captain and First Mate's story. Like They are really good at, at descriptive storytelling, yes. As good as it's he like is. like we were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet when the if the fish talks to us, it'll sound exactly like <laughs> how they did how the voice I imagined when they were telling the story. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but look at that fish. It's got to be at least twenty six point three seven meters and a in a lovely crimson color. And I would estimate like maybe forty six, forty seven fangs. Um, Oh my gosh, look, it's rearing out of the water to confront <gasps> Captain Blinkerford. Alright, Beanie, I'm ready to kill you. Oh, Blinkerford, haven't we danced this dance for long <laughs> enough? You chase me, I eat bits of you. And meanwhile, 
Neither of us grows any younger. I tire of it, Blinker <laughs> I tire of the endless chase. I... Wow, he's, uh, he's a lot more philosophical than I imagined. <laughs> I... But I don't tire of it at all. I won't tire one day of my life until I kill you, Beanie. Well, then... Today you will go to your watery grave unsatisfied, Flimpamous Blinkerford. But before I kill you, can I ask you something? All right, one thing. Have you got only one nut and only one nipple? <sighs> I would be happy to tell you that. Uh, uh, and uh, the answer is yes. But now, as you know, that was an unrelated accident because you would have known if it was caused by you. No, I didn't eat them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I ate your, your leg, arm, and eye, and nostril. And then I kept hearing people talking about whether or not you had one nut and one nipple, and I was so confused. So thank you for clearing that up for me. How did that happen? Oh, Paul, I don't want to know how that happened. I just want to get out of here. No, it's not relevant to this greater narrative. It, but wait he a minute. was in some kind of bad accident, and that's all we need to know. Yes, yes. Perhaps if we get out of this, I'll tell a story that's that's so uh, uh, well drawn that you'll imagine you were there about how I lost my testicle and nipple. Uh, but we really for now, don't need to know that. No, no. But Paul, he's right. They. It sounds like they've been at this for decades. But oh, there's yeah. there is something different this time. We're here, and. You're. Us, what are you saying? Well, Paul, you're an expert on the lengths and colors of fish. Yeah, I can tell how long it is. That doesn't help us kill it. <laughs> but but Beanie is obsessed with with eating all the different types of fish. Uh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're yeah. right. And you're the caretaker of old Mister Beanworth. And uh -huh. Mister Beanworth. Referred to in the story that we heard, uh -huh. he referred to the the giant mo to to the giant monster as his child, and the and the monster called him father. So, you would know if old Beanworth has any fish allergies that the monster would have inherited. <laughs> well, he does have a fish allergy. In fact, he he. Uh, uh, that's why you may have noticed in, in your w line of work that uh, he always sends away any fish that's below 12 inches and is uh, brown in color. So you're saying that he's allergic to any fish that is above a certain length <laughs> and is colored brown? That's exactly what I'm saying. But, but Paul... Surely that was, like, sort of a figure of speech. Old man uh, uh, Beanworth loved this creature as a child. You're saying that this is the actual offspring of my... Uh, look, at his, look at the creature's features, Douglas. Huh? Look at him. Oh, my God. This fish is almost human. How could it be so cunning? How could it be so intelligent and how could it talk unless 
old man Beanworth found some kind of prehistoric uh, giant monster fish off the edge of the world and fucked it, and it gave birth to this monstrous half-human, half-fish. Paul, you're right. There's no other explanation. Quickly, grab your fishing rod. We've got to catch a brown fish above a certain length. Uh, all right. Oh, look. The pirates are, are, are battling. Oh, God, it ain't Crowy. <laughs> oh, no. I really liked him. Ah! I die in the place that I loved most. The crow's nest. <laughs> That's how he got his nickname. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm trying to fish as fast as I can. Uh, first. Oh, God. Look. First mate, first mate has just uh, been badly injured. Uh, ah, Shanky! Shanky, help me! Oi! Right this way! Whoa! He uh, he knocked me down! Uh, I, uh, uh, Beanie, you will not defeat us! I'm firing this harpoon cable at you! Ah, it's got me right in my left eye! Oh! I, the irony! <laughs> I would lose an eye when you also are missing an eye. Yes, among other things. Uh, uh, now I'm going to reel you in. Uh, uh, I've got you, though. I've grabbed you in my jaws, Blinkerfur. With one final bite, I'll kill you, crushing you in my enormous fangs and holding another human being in my jaws does in no way inhibit my ability to speak. (laughs) Oh no, this looks like... You've got a bite on your line. Douglas, reel it in, reel it in. (sighs) Look, what does it look like to you, Paul? That's uh, 14.7 inches. The color is... Burnt sienna, a beautiful shade of brown. This is it. Uh, Beanie, over here. What the? You got a fish. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but uh, listen, Beanie, I know your father. What? I know. uh, I am the... Father Beanworth? Yes, I am He lives? He does. I'm the caretaker to old man Beanworth, and uh, he he wanted me to come out into the lake to feed you a new kind of fish that you've never eaten before. I do love new fish. Very well. I'll spit out Blinkerford for one moment. <laughs> so? And I'll eat your fish. But know this, mortals. Once I eat your fish, I will eat all of you as well. Just as my father would want. My human father. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. Do you know how I was conceived? It's because I don't my care. father has an average sperm count. <laughs> okay. Um, again, uh, cool. I feel like you guys have a lot of stories that you know, are not really directly relevant. But are <laughs> gross. Here, yeah. being... Oh, I pulled my arm away just in, in time. 
A delicious fish indeed. Fine flavor. A unique texture that I don't... Something's happening to me. My organs, they're failing. Uh, you, get my EpiPen. It's in my left pocket. Uh, uh, wait, wait, no. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, good thinking, Paul. Good thing you were here. Blinkerford, uh, if I will die, I'll take you with me. What? <gasps> Captain Blinkerford! He's, oh. he's gone into the, into the lake, but Blinkerford got dragged down with him. Oh no. Oh no. Those two old adversaries huh. gone together. You're right. Well, first mate, first mate. I think this maybe this makes you captain first mate. Uh, my, but be it worth it. Well, here be my command. Shanky, lay in a course for the docks. They're over there. <laughs> right, let's go that way. <laughs> All right, we're here. <laughs> uh, Why? Uh, well, our endless days of sailing the lake and eating nothing but cold beans be done then. Uh, I suppose yeah. I'll... I'll finally be able to paint my plein air paintings and Shanky you can go back to work as a doctor and poor old Crowy will never, never finish his beautiful <laughs> great American novel. And, uh, and old Captain Flimpiman's Blinkerford will never cure all those diseases oh, right. that he was going to cure. Oh, fuck, oh. right. Uh, we should have taken better care of him. Yeah, like, definitely. Ooh. Well, I guess I'll, I'll paint some memorial paintings to those we lost. What will you two do, Douglas, Paul? Well... I think we have an appointment. I think we have an appointment to make up in... Beanworth Estates. That's right. Would you come with us, Captain First Mate? All right. Shanky, you come too. All right. <laughs> Fare you well, Captain. I'm taking me hat off one more time as we gaze onto the now tranquil <laughs> lake. All right, here we go. <laughs> no. 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 I'm coming, I'm coming hmm. Who is it? Mr. Beanworth? That's you recognize right. your caretaker, don't you? And I work as a fish inspector At your, uh, fishery Hmm, I don't appreciate visitors at this time Especially not when I'm currently entertaining my twin brother <laughs> Oh, oh, hello there. Oswald, you didn't tell me that your friends were so charming. Oh, uh, that's because they aren't, Noswald. 
<laughs> now that you mention it, they look like Dumbos. Yeah, a bunch of Dumbos. Oh, I see the family resemblance. <laughs> well, perhaps you then share similar tastes. We've, uh... Wanted to get your approval of this new fish dish that we've prepared, Mr. Beanworth. Oh, for me? May I have some of the fish? Uh, yeah. You're... He's probably bad too, right? I mean... Yeah, let's just assume that he's also evil. Yeah. Well, uh, brother, bottoms up! Yes, brother. Let's take a big bite of this fish meal. Oh, oh! There's something fishy about this. <laughs> My organs are failing. Oh dear! I can feel them failing. Oh no! But who will conduct that heart transplant on that poor six-year-old girl later today? <laughs> if not me! Uh-oh. Oh, oh. oh boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, oh well, boy. Well, uh... You what? did it, boys. You killed Oswald <laughs> Beanworth by poisoning him with the brown fish that he was allergic to. I congratulate you on a well-executed, premeditated murder. <laughs> yeah, uh, God, guess we gotta get out of here, but... No, no, you stay here. Someone will need to take over the fishery of here of Bean Town, And, uh, someone will need to manage the lake and make sure that the local fish populations are returned to their previous state. I'll take the bodies with me. Shanky will go to the hospital and do the heart transplant, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, that's a little bit better. Yeah, all right. He was still, though, a decent man who, yeah, we, uh... who we killed. Uh... <sighs> Aye, but he was clearly fraternizing with a known criminal. I'll take these bodies and I'll put them in the lake where they can rest forever with their their nephew and son, the giant murder fish, <laughs> and their nemesis, the greatest man I ever knew, Captain Flimpinus Blinkerford. Okay, well, uh, Douglas, I have to say this day off did not go exactly no, the way. I do not feel relaxed at all. And you know what's the strangest part of all, Paul? What's that? I feel kind of uh, ripped off that I never found out what happened to the captain's testicle and nipple. You know what? I said that we didn't want to know, but now I feel like... So curious. What a beautiful... Rim tale of vengeance and fish fucking... Yep, yep. Uh, and but all wrapped up in a beautiful tale of the sea or a lake rather. Yeah, there was all on a apparently not very large freshwater. No, lake. yeah, yeah. What <laughs> right. Uh, well, they'll never learn what happened to uh Captain Blinkerford's nut and nipple, but they but the audience, the listener will learn where to find Josh Pilch on social media. Yeah, in fact, I I, I would say 
if you have a guess what happened to this grizzled sea captain's testicle and, and nipple, uh, send it. I would say send that to uh, Big Town Improv at Big Town Improv yeah. on all the social media. Send it there. Don't yeah. send it directly to me. Uh, <laughs> but if you did I want to contact. <laughs> Uh, you you could uh yeah if you want to send something to me though you could follow me on instagram at the josh pilt show or on twitter at josh pilt show uh jesse where can they find you well they can't find out what happened uh to captain blinkerford's nipple and nut from me but they can find other artwork that i've done um uh at Jesse Moriarty, at Jesse dot Moriarty on Instagram, and at Jesse Moriarty on Twitter, and uh, I hope they do uh, do that. Um, but Josh, um, you know what I've been thinking? Um, I regret not knowing what happened to that poor man's uh, parts, uh-huh. but I don't regret listening to some great music today. Well, where said. did that music come from? Well, our music, of course, at at the prime of his game. Remember how we started the episode? Prime numbers. Yes. Oh, right, the math jokes. <laughs> uh, uh, we only did a fraction of the math jokes that I wanted to do. Hey, oh! Anyway, all of our original uh, music is composed and performed by the great Steve Wilder Blumenthal of WilderBlueMusic.com. Very true, very true. Very, very um, true. So, so uh, Big Town Improv can be followed on all your social media sites. That's right. And our podcast can be listened to wherever podcasts are listenable. And, um, well, from the beautiful, serene lake uh, that is haunted by a mysterious half-human fish monster to... Uh, High school with its where a uh, bunch of stuff happens. Um, to, from big town to your, to your town. town. Bye. 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 Goodbye. We'll yeah, never I- go. <laughs> we'll be in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get rid of us. No, once we've started, we're invasive. We're an invasive species. <laughs>